Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance to those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to accomplish my mission. Generally, when the timer hits 9 minutes and 59 seconds on this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin to implement immediately. And if this week's lesson has a ring of familiar, then it's probably a reinforcement of a life change you've already started to implement. This podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For more information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, and life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. What actually defines you? What characteristics tell people who you are, or more importantly, tell you who you exactly are and what you're all about? I believe you are more defined by your weaknesses than your strengths, more defined by the things you cannot do than the things you can, more defined by the actual limits that you have than the unlimited things that you can do. And I believe this because knowing your limits will tell you exactly where you can go and how far you can go. And it keeps you out of trouble, keeps you from overdoing things when you know there is something that you can't do very well or something that's going to cause a downfall to some other strength because you have a limiter. If you have a temper, you know you have to keep it in check or it will throw things off. And people that know you have a temper can use that to their advantage. And then you, of course, have to plan accordingly. That's one thing to know about having a weakness, having something out there that defines you or limits you in a sense, but also puts you in the different box than you think. People mostly worry about being put in the box because of what they do. Uh, being put in the box because what they can't do allows them to know what to avoid to keep them out of trouble as opposed to what to do to overdo it. But there becomes an issue with people who don't want to acknowledge that they have those limitations, they have those shortcomings, and they get really, really, really hung up on the fact that they are there. Now, that's not where you should be. That's not where your head should go in those cases, because as I say often, and I'm saying right here, you're often more defined by the limitations you have, by the things you can't do, the things that you shouldn't be able to do because of limitations, than what you can actually do. Granted, there are various ways to overcome obstacles and limitations, so that's a great thing on its own, but this is not about the overcoming part. This is about knowing you have a limitation, knowing something that you cannot accomplish very well. You should not get hung up on those non-accomplishments, not get hung up on shortcomings, things you cannot do, because it's not the knowledge of your shortcomings that becomes a weakness to you. That's what people believe. People believe if they admit they have a weakness, then they become vulnerable to the weakness. No, you're vulnerable to the weakness whether you admit it or not. It's great to know where it is so you can defend from it, but you can't negate the fact that it exists just by ignoring it. If you have a blind side, you can't just say, I don't have a blind side. You'll always have that. And when people figure it out, they'll know where to attack. If there's a vulnerable point in your defense, they will look for it. And when they find it, they will attack it. Now, if you know you have it and you are already forefighting that part, that makes it easy to find. But doesn't necessarily make it easy to penetrate because you're already preparing for that weak spot. But this is 
bigger than the weak spot. This is bigger than knowing you have the weak spot. This is people who really get hung up on the fact that they can't admit to something that is a weak part of the defense or something that is a maybe a limiter of their actual offense. There's a vulnerability in the offense that will let them down. It is not the acknowledgement of the weakness or acknowledgement of not being able to full come through fully on something. It's letting the knowledge of those weaknesses get to you that causes the issue. It's not admitting that you've got a blind side. It's not admitting that you've got a class jaw. It's not admitting that at a certain point of, of your efforts, you start to tire out and you can be more vulnerable to something. And those are just physical things right there. Knowing that you've got some sort of whatever that limits you from performing whatever is a great thing because you already know how to not get yourself into trouble. Number one, if you know you have a weakness in some area, you know to avoid it. Superman doesn't go around looking for kryptonite people to fight because he has a vulnerability to kryptonite. If Lex Luthor is going to pull out his kryptonite ring to fight Superman, then he knows that it's a time, begging Superman, to retreat to some other area and find a way to get around that weakness. He's not going to just sit there and take the slugs because it's not going to work. The kryptonite is his weakness, and Lex Luthor will obviously win if he's got the exploit there. Superman not knowing he had a weakness, thinking he is truly invulnerable to everything, and then somebody surprised him with something like that, would be a shock. He wouldn't know what the problem was. He couldn't figure out why things are going down. He wouldn't have a checklist, if you will, to go down and see what is the issue that's causing his powers to fail. He would just see his powers in failing. Knowing he had the vulnerability, which, of course, he had to learn in comic book lore how it worked out, is a way to know how to avoid such things. Now, remember, Superman is a fictional character, and those things are played out as scripts. And as I often say in things that are fictionalized, things that are dramatized, things like that, when you know the script, you know how it turns out, and you can make things turn out the way you need to. Good guys always win in the stories because someone writes it for the good guys to win. And the good guys are based on who you're writing for your audience. So whoever wants them to win somebody really, really, really digs some Lex Luthor, they could write some Lex Luthor comics and he could win all the time. But that's not how the good stories go. Good stories go for the good guys, the superheroes, the people overcoming adversity to win. Your weaknesses are adversities to overcome. But you don't have to necessarily overcome them by beating the weakness. You do that by using your strengths to get around them and avoiding using the weakness as a issue, avoiding getting into that trap in the first place. It's not a bad thing to retreat when you see someone attacking you with something that you are vulnerable to because you are vulnerable to it. If you go back to that anger analogy, that temper analogy, if somebody knows they can throw you off your game by getting you angry and they do it, they win automatically. But if somebody knows they can throw you off your game by getting you angry and they attempt it and they find it's a little harder to do than they thought it was because you've already shielded yourself from many of the attacks they're going to throw out there. Maybe you get a little heated. Maybe you get a little bit hot under the collar. Maybe you start to grunt and groan a little bit. But you don't attack. You don't blow up. You don't lose control in the effort they're having to make you lose control. You win in that case. Maybe you don't have the strongest showing as you could have, but you don't blow up in the moment. You retreat to some other place, and then you attack them with something that you have that gives you the advantage later. 
It's not about being weak. It's not about having a weakness. It's about knowing what your weakness is and acknowledging what your weakness is and not letting that bother you, not letting it get to you, preparing yourself for situations where those things will come up and preparing yourself to get out of those situations as quickly as possible so you can use your advantages to your advantage or in cases like this baby, use your weakness as an advantage to draw people in. If people know you're going to um, lead with your weakness and they lead with that as their attack and you can deflect it, pull yourself out, and then counterbalance that with something that you're great at, especially if that's their weakness you're attacking, they have already showed their hand and you can work yourself through whatever you need to. Life is going to go on whether you admit that you got it wrong or don't, whether you admit that you are strong or not, or whether you have everything together. Because life's going to go on regardless of you, whatever's going on. So the best way to get through this life, and this is the only one we got right now, is to make sure you have all your ducks in a row, per se. Know what you have in your arsenal as a good weapon. Know where your offense is lacking or your defense is a bit on the soft side and fortify those areas as best as possible. Don't try to give it away. Don't be so obvious, but make sure that you have some sort of protection for those areas because once they figure out that those are vulnerable areas, they're going to attack. They're going to push forward on the offense that isn't very offensive. They're going to definitely tear down the defenses that aren't going to defend very well. Know your weaknesses. Own your weaknesses. Don't let the thought that you have some sort of vulnerability get to you, and you can always counterbalance that vulnerability and that attack What a pretty good attack of your own, from your own strength, and on your own time. Thank you for being a part of this week's podcast. Once again, it's a similar message that I do in talking about your strengths and your weaknesses, and I very, very vocal in talking about people being defined by their weaknesses as opposed to their strengths. People defining themselves and learning about their own vulnerabilities and that helps them figure out how to be better at themselves because they can focus on what's the good and what's not so good. They can not focus on and they can avoid it. They can find ways to uh, target the things that they're vulnerable to and find other people to maybe take care of those things if it's a business sense or if it's a true vulnerability that may bring them down, find ways to defend themselves from attacks at those ways. I always say uh, know your weaknesses because they will be much better to know in a battle than your strength. You can know how far and how fast and how long you can go, but it's one thing to know exactly what thing will tear down the walls of your fortification and make things not work so well in your plans. So that's one thing I do also. But it's really important to know those things and to not let those things become a burden to you and because that's where you, that's where the things that's where the problems really lie when you let the weaknesses in your head become an actual weakness as opposed to the weaknesses that are what they are. So if you need help with that, uh, check out the website, yourbetteryou.info, and look for the coaching options, and I can make you, get you in some sort of coaching thing, something as simple as accountability coaching or something as big as one-on-one coaching, and there's our group program coaching where we're together in our big mass group coaching each other 
working things out there. For more information on all the podcasts at yourbetteryou.info, go to the podcast link and learn more about the 10-minute life lesson and Steps to Your Better You, which is even quicker, 90 quick seconds to a life lesson just like that. Contact me via the website or via the email yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com because the website is yourbetteryou.info. Our email address is yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. And find out what other things I have going on, great, not so great, however you want to find them, at my main website, named after me, jclevenpain.net. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. Share it with plenty of people so they can get into the groove of 10-minute life lessons as well. And if it moves you, give us a rating review. We love five-star reviews. We're pretty cool with four-star reviews. If it moves you to rate and review us, please do it wherever you get your podcast from, whether you're an Apple guy or an I or Android guy. Uh, just put it down wherever it is. Those things do help. Sometimes we question the amount of help they give you, but they do help folks as they look through what's going on, especially when you are personally endorsing us, telling people to listen to the podcast. And the most important thing to do is be here next week and listen to next week's podcast. It's going to be another great one, and it's going to give you a great lesson. You can package and walk away with it in 10 minutes, 10 minutes' time. You have a life lesson from the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast from yourbetteryou.info.